Reform. Reforming the parent, transforming the child. Welcome to the Parent Reform Podcast. Our mission is to inspire, encourage, and equip you to raise your children for the glory of God. As parents, most of us have been there. You know those seasons of parenting where everything seems to be totally falling apart, where the home is unraveling at the seams and you don't even know where to begin to put it all back together. You're tired and weary and have just plain lost heart with this whole parenting home life thing. You're ready to throw in the towel and do something different. If you can identify with any of this, then this message is for you. Warren and I have been called in numerous, what I would call 911 critical mass situations where young parents are totally at the end of their rope and are desperate for help. And quite honestly, we have been there ourselves many times. So I want to share with you a story of a young family that was truly desperate and really at their wit's end. And God in his mercy totally turned their ship around. But before I tell you their story, I want to spend a few minutes sharing absolutely essential characteristics that really must be present in the heart of a parent before any kind of real change can take place in the home. You see, God is all about our sanctification. He is most interested in transforming our hearts far more than our circumstances. So from our observations and personal experience, the four essential characteristics that are necessary to make significant change in the home is honesty, humility, a teachable heart, and a whatever-it-takes attitude. And I want to take a few minutes to explain these in a little more detail. So an honest parent is one that willingly takes off their rose-colored glasses, sees reality for what it is, and speaks the truth in their heart. We call this parenting with your eyes wide open. The honest parent says, I can see that we are really in bad shape. There are no more excuses for where things are. Our home is no more honoring the Lord. Our kids are being sinful. And as parents and spouses, we are not fulfilling our God-ordained roles. This is not good and something has to change. And a humble parent is one that readily admits, I need help. I don't have the answers anymore. I can no longer pretend to be self-sufficient. Lord, help me. Show me. Forgive me where I've fallen short, where I've been selfish, where I've sinned against you. And my friend, by the way, a humble heart is a beautiful thing in God's sight. And according to Isaiah 57, 15, that's where God chooses to dwell. It says he dwells in the high and holy place and he dwells with him who has a contrite and humble spirit. Humility is essential in making changes. Thirdly, you need to have a teachable heart. A teachable parent is one that readily admits they need help and then willingly and gratefully embraces biblical counsel and correction, whether it comes from God's word, from biblical parenting material, or from godly friends. 
They don't take biblical counsel in this a la carte type of fashion. In other words, they don't like pick and choose what counsel they want or they don't want depending on how comfortable it makes them. They are willing to change even if the change is hard and painful and they embrace the counsel that they've been given. A teachable parent admits where they're wrong even when their spouse or their circumstances have contributed greatly to the current situation. In other words, they take full responsibility where they need to take responsibility. And then lastly, you need to have a whatever it takes attitude. A parent with this mindset is one that says, I am willing to do whatever it takes to turn this thing around. I'm willing to deny myself and make sacrifices for the sake of my family and ultimately as unto the Lord. This parent says, I'm willing to greatly even inconvenience myself and make changes for the sake of my family. This is a parent that has an eternal mindset and is looking toward the end goal. They're willing to do this for the long haul. Now with all this in mind, I want to tell you about a precious young family that recently hit critical mass and how the Lord helped turn their ship around. This is kind of a case study. And this wonderful family has graciously given us permission to actually share their story with you. So Phil and Janet, that's not their real names, but they have three boys, ages one, three, and five, and things were truly unraveling for them on the home front. This couple honestly assessed their situation and saw it for what it was. They humbled themselves and reached out to us and asked for help. So Warren and I had the opportunity to counsel with them. And then Janet and I continued the dialogue over a period of several months. Janet was very candid with me and shared that she felt like she was swimming like crazy, just trying to stay above water with the noise and the arguing and the touching and the back talk and the potty talk and the sibling rivalry that was going on continuously in her home. The boys were constantly hitting and pushing each other, fighting and roughhousing. They were showing a lot of disrespect to their parents and other adults with inappropriate noises and grunting and eye-rolling. Temper tantrums were a daily occurrence. She described their home as just unraveling and chaotic and disorganized, and it was actually beginning to negatively impact their marriage, which is very typical. Janet confessed that things had gotten to the point that she was finding herself becoming more and more disengaged with her children and looking for reasons just to not be at home because it was so painful for her. So after our conversation and after her emailing me more specifics, I took some time and I prayerfully put together an email for her to provide Janet with the most biblical specific counsel that I could. And this is some of what I shared with her. I wrote, True godly mothering is an all-in proposition, especially in the early years, and this is by God's design. Godly mothering is a calling. It's a a ministry. It takes sacrificial, self-denying, fervent consistency to do it well. You have this small window in the small years to invest in their lives, and you want to take full advantage of it. Godly parenting isn't passive. It is an intentional endeavor. Faithful parenting now 
can yield a really rich harvest later, but neglect now can yield a very painful and sorrowful harvest later. In my early years as a parent, when my children were young, I said no to a lot of endeavors and tried my hardest to be very, very present at home. It was really worth it. I denied myself sometimes even attending regular Bible studies and personal pursuits until my kids were older. And I'm still, quite honestly, saying no to things. I also shared that we intentionally held back our children from a lot of extracurricular activities until they were at least eight years old. I had previously asked Janet to send me a detailed list of her family schedule, and it was very full. So I challenged her to honestly look at her list and evaluate what activities might be preventing her from being all in. I asked her, what would she willingly lay aside in order to more deeply invest in her children now? I also asked her if there was anything in her life that she would consider as an idol of her heart. And that would be something that we are convinced that we must have in order to be happy and fulfilled. I asked her to identify it and prayerfully consider laying it aside. I also asked her if there were any activities that she was pursuing that was a form of an escape so that she could be more disengaged from home. I also asked her to be willing to lay those aside as well. I encouraged her to find time to have a peaceful, intentional conversation with Phil and humbly asked him what he thought she needed to do differently to help better focus on the boys and their home. I encouraged her to silence in her heart any voices that were counter to doing her parenting well. It may be people, certain books, social media, etc. And I told her to please do it now. So Janet humbly read my email and she thought about it and she prayed about it and she shared it with her husband. And this is what her response was. First of all, I want to say that Janet's response was one of honesty, humility, a teachable heart, and a whatever-it-takes mindset. This is what she wrote me. She said, Mary, I'll be honest and agree that your words were strong, but it's something I can handle. I needed to hear this, and it gave me perspective on some things. Phil and I have decided to pull the boys out of preschool. I can and I will do more for them at home than any preschool can do. It was a form of an escape and break for me. I need to be home. And we are both looking forward to me being all in again. She said, we discussed mindfulness of training and living in the moment where I put everything else aside. I am in the field of rearing some precious souls and they need my full attention. With the right mindset, goals, prayers, and thoughts, I know I can turn things around. God is good. He has a plan, and I need to stay on His path. I have some heart issues I've been working through. I know since the last time we talked, I've been able to silence out voices, social media, friends that are taking me away from my home. We have been so grateful and humbled by this season and know God has a plan for everything. She said, please continue to pray for our family as we get things back in control. She said, I'm nervous and I don't really know what in the world I'm going to do with three boys all day, but I'm going to do it. 
Obedience training is key because without it, we can't accomplish anything. A week later, she wrote, I personally, as wife and mommy, have been working on heart issues. I can tell you, learning about being a virtuous woman as wife and mom is exactly what I need to be reminded of daily. Life is hard. I know that's so personal, but in this world where voices and social media scream at you, one must be grounded and focused on what is good and holy. My challenges are far from over, but I will not give up. And that's that whatever it takes attitude coming out. Janet remained teachable and humble and was all in. And soon, actually a couple of weeks later, I received this email from her. God is repairing the areas I need fixing, and it's not pretty, but thankfully he loves the broken who desperately need him. Phil has really taken over the leadership role. He's up early praying for us, guiding our family. I'm learning to be submissive. It's painful at times, but I need to tame my tongue and continue to learn the values of being a virtuous woman. We are totally decluttering our life, she wrote. All things, toys, clothes, kitchen cabinets, rooms, all of it. Stuff was a huge contributor from making me run away. There was stuff everywhere. She says, if our life of living can just be instead of do all the time, then I can do the simple and the Lord will do the impossible. I see it happening already room by room, child by child. I pray every morning to the Lord, use me how you will. What may I do for you today? These children are for your kingdom. Use me for them. How may I serve? My friend, from that time forward, Janet has been emailing me and texting me and sending me pictures and updates of their life and God is continuing to transform it. What was once this chaotic, frenetic home has now been transformed into a productive, happy, peaceful home where God is truly glorified. There is now unity and harmony and is truly something beautiful to behold. God has done a great work. And you know what What made the difference for this family was their willing hearts to honestly first evaluate what was wrong. Then they humbled themselves and they asked for help. They had teachable hearts that fully embraced biblical truth, even when that truth was hard and painful to hear. And lastly, they had a whatever-it-takes attitude where they were willing to make radical changes to turn the ship around and they have. And my friend, my prayer for you is that if this is where you are, if you are at a point where your home is unhappy, it feels like it is unraveling, I pray that you will do what this family did and that is first, honestly evaluate what is broken. Secondly, humble yourself before a mighty God. Bow the knee and ask Him to bring you help. Thirdly, embrace biblical truth. Have a teachable heart. And lastly, have a whatever-it-takes attitude. 
have a willing heart that says, Lord, I'm willing to sacrifice whatever I need to, to turn this around, not just for me, not just for my family, but for your sake. God bless you. Thank you for listening. We hope you found this podcast helpful as you seek to parent your children well for the glory of God. For more information about Parent Reform, please visit our website at parentreform.com. There you'll find more parenting resources. You can also sign up for our newsletter and Q&A emails.